Hey, another episode. We're back. Masashi R&D sessions. Yes. Soon to be R, D, H and M sessions. We're going to have some changes coming up. Uh, are, we, are we partnering with H&M? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we might even throw you on camera next week and just see what happens. Or oh. next episode. Yeah, we know. Probably lose all of our listeners instantly. Oh, We've been telling you you have a, a face for radio, but... No, yeah. <laughs> no one needs to see this argument. <laughs> The the problem is the height of the tripod for you on the next episode. It's going to have to be about seven foot tall. We might just yeah. use a ladder. I think <laughs> I have to be in front as yeah. well. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll be sitting on the floor. How about that? And we've got a new, uh, new addition to the team. Big Mark. Yeah, another jujitsu. I know. Parent. We just talk jujitsu. We'll, we'll turn this eventually into a jujitsu podcast. What are we talking about today? We're talking S- about stretching. Stretching. Ooh. Waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a stretch. <laughs> I love stretching. Yeah. Um, pop quiz, Hal. Yes. What are the different types of stretching? Um, I'm aware of dynamic and static. I believe there's a third. Dynamic, static is what you'd some, some people call like passive. Yeah. Yeah. What's the third? You've got active stretching. Yes. Right. And then I'm going to throw a, another one in there. Yeah, or you've also got PNF stretching. Yes, yes, that's which is like that's an the assisted. Best, the best type of stretching is it? Well, maybe. So yeah, we'll look at active, passive, dynamic, PNF, mm-hmm. and then I, I think we should throw into the equation like a flow, flow yoga style of stretching as mm-hmm. well, because that's becoming more and more popular amongst um, athletes of all sports. Yeah. But um, stretching, do you guys do you guys rate it? Do you do it for yourself? Yeah, I actually spend quite a quite a bit of my week stretching. Um, I have one day Mondays where I don't actually lift weights. I just uh, just stretch, just stretch. So I try and do a, a forty-five minute stretching uh, s- session, and then forty-five minutes. So what type of stretching do you like to do? Well, I'm a bit of a uh, a yoga fan. Um, I know it's quite a controversial topic, but um, Really, the controversy is about, um, you know, stretching too close to exercise, right? Um, mm. We'll talk about it a bit more, but I love my yoga, you know, um, just getting in the zone. Sometimes it's not even about your body and and stretching your muscles. It's more about, uh, you know, this almost meditative nature of it. And uh, and the other thing about, you You're know... You're into like flow yoga, aren't you? Yeah, flow yoga, yin yoga. Types of, yeah. All kinds of things. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I, I learned early on, um, you know, in my, my weightlifting life is... Uh, um, you know, what, what focus on, on mobility, flexibility and, uh, and these kind of things that you, you tend to ignore when you're a bit younger. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. You've been fairly strict on that for, for as long as I've known you. Yeah, and, so you know, a, a lot of people... It's, it's always the last thing people want to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. It's like... Um, it's, it's not it's, cool. That's, no. the, that's the problem with stretching. <laughs> but is it? I yeah. think yes. it is. The best stretches as well, or the lower body ones, or the lower back ones anyway, they can get a bit, uh, a bit exy. Yeah, we should yeah. probably talk about like what are the the areas to focus on as well. What about you? How do you get into some stretching? I, I do cardio five days a week, so I stretch before and after every session. So before and after cardio only? Yeah. Um, well, anything that requires lower body, but any lower body exercise I do incorporates some, some form of cardio. Yeah. And what, what type of stretching are you doing? I do, um, I warm up with dynamic stretching mm-hmm. and a very, very brief static stretch beforehand and then a longer static stretch after the fact. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just yourself? Good. I used to do a lot of sort of static or what we call passive stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I've always called it static. Yeah. But um, yeah, I used to do a lot of that. And uh, I, I found the benefit, like I, 
I wasn't becoming more flexible. I enjoyed it. It mm. felt good, but it didn't feel like it improved my range of movement or anything like that. So more recently, I've been doing sort of yoga style stretching. So you are sort of f- using flow movements on a certain um, body part to sort of lengthen that, that range of movement. Yeah, and I think that's a big, um, big thing that people don't make this um, you know, distinction between stretching, warming up, and mobility, right? Mm. They're actually three different things, right? Most people think, oh yeah, have a bit of a stretch before I exercise, that's my warm up, my b- mobility, everything done, but no, it's not, right? You see the, the old standard stretches, they'll, they'll bend down, they'll touch their toes, they'll oh, find they'll, a they'll wall, try. they'll stretch out their chest, I'm good to go. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes um, it's too late, sometimes it's when you're halfway through and you feel a niggle and like, oh, I better stretch. Should yeah. Done that before. And, and even then, you know, sometimes it's almost protective tension that you don't want to remove some, mm. you know, in, in certain, certain um, scenarios. Well, I've seen a lot of studies that actually um, stretching can actually hinder um, your, your power output if you're training for weights. Yeah, so um, I think that's probably a, a good thing to start on. Okay, stretching, good or bad for performance? Well, I mean, overall, I think it's good perf- for performance depending on the type of stretching you're doing and when you're doing it. And the type of exercise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think different different types of stretching can be applied to different types of exercise. Mm-hmm. Like you with your cardio is going to be very different to yeah. Well, so, so you know, is, is stretching bad for, for performance? Well, you know, there are studies that show that if you stretch for you know above sixty seconds before anything that requires a bit of power output, it's probably going to hinder that, right? Mm-hmm. And like how they study this is, people did some stretches and they immediately after that they try to do some box jumps. But you know, there's a way to counter that. If you stretch, then you do some dynamic warm ups after that. Um, you know, your, your body you say will be 60 prone. seconds, is that 60 seconds per muscle group, per stretch, or 60 seconds total? Um, I think it's 60 second it static stretches, per, yeah. so per, per pose, yeah. I don't know, necessarily so like per touching, muscle group. Touching your yeah. toes is 60 seconds, not 10, and then calf, whatever. Exactly, exactly. so these pro- prolonged stretches in the short term are going to hinder your power output, but, you know, like I said, that can be counted with some dynamic warm-ups before you actually perform. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, in the long term, is, is stretching good for performance? I, in terms of, I like it in terms of energy. Like uh, if you get used to like a two to three minute slow stretch and a bit of a warm up, it just kind of... Is it, it the stretch that's giving you the warm up? It's, it's, just, it's just the preparation. Like it's part, part of your of warm up routine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it's just... You know, Pre- prepping energy. the mind and body. Exactly. It gets you in the mood. Yeah. Well, actually, there is a functional benefit of stretching, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in- increasing your flexibility and mobility. Um, you know, certain sports and, and exercises require you to you know, generate power at like these, um, let's call it uh, more flexible angles, right? So, you know, like gymnastics, calisthenics, weightlifting, even, you know, jujitsu, martial arts is is a good example um, where you're going to, you know, be in these positions, but it's, um, you know, close to the the end of your range of motion, but you're still going to have to generate power in some of these positions. Mm. And and what stretching does is, you know, um, allow you to, uh, to you know, live in these positions more comfortably. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm all about um, activation style stretching. So something that's like if you're if you're um, you if you're training legs as an example, you want to activate quads, hamstrings, glutes, hips. So activation style sort of range of movement, um, dynamic or flow sort of stretching is what I. What does that look like? It might be like just a, a simple one might be a 
like a lunge position, you're lunging forward and then as you're coming back, you're sort of stretching the hamstring and you mm-hmm. move forward. It's hard to re- bloody explain that. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. Um, definitely these, these muscle activation things are have a better place in your warm-up than you know these long static stretches um yeah maybe like a, a glute bridge where you're holding it at the top yeah, so you yeah. sort of learn and you're squeezing mm-hmm. um so, you, so you're actually opening up your hips while yeah. you're activating your glutes nice my favorite is always a leg swing a leg swing yeah they're they're great pre-cardio pre yeah. pre-sports mm-hmm. um your, your hip swings are, are really good for opening up your hips that's great. more of a dynamic style of stretching yeah exactly sure. so you know a lot of people um just kind of group everything together. Muscle activation, dynamic stretching, stretching static stretching. Mm-hmm. They're all really pretty different. And depending on what you want to do, you know, they're, they're all tools in your, in your toolbox uh, as an athlete to, um, to use, depending on, on what you want to improve. What's, what's the main difference between dynamic and active stretching? Well, uh, active is when you're, say, let's just use um, like your calf as an example. I don't yeah. know if you can get this on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so... So if you're if you're um, raising your toes towards you, yep. um, you're actually stretching out the the calf. Yep. But if you're pointing your toes away, you're activating the calf. So one stretch, mm-hmm. one activates. That's an active type of. That's just a basic example. Yeah. It's your so P your P and F style stretching. Yep. That's where you might have an assisted stretch. Right. So you hold. Uh, you, you might have a, a massage therapist or someone that works with you, uh, where you're holding almost a static stretch for a period of time Mm -hmm. then you sort of release for a few seconds and then you'll forcefully put yourself back into the stretch but you're aiming for a larger range of movement on the the next time you activate that stretch cool do do you know what pnf stands for Hal? i was actually googling that what does it stand for it stands for proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation right it's quite an important term because um like proprioception is quite a quite a, a key thing right you know your, your awareness of your body mm-hmm. so um you know if you spend too much time static stretching you can almost be hypermobile so you can be in these positions where you don't really have good proprioception mm-hmm. like you've seen people like put their legs behind their head right um like okay cool cool party trick but you know <laughs> what are you going to do so with, with your leg behind your head I, I would say like if we're looking at timing right i would look for some sort of active or dynamic sort of style of stretching before a workout Agreed. um and in your downtime or a day off Mm-hmm. you can incorporate some, some more um, static style yep. passive stretching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how I like to do, um, you know, um, PNF stretching is uh, often incorporating resistance bands, right? So holding a stretch and using a banded distraction, not like a distraction like a clown standing behind you, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, a, you know, it's a different traction from where your, your, your muscles are moving. They're so it's a distraction, they're right? particularly good for hip stretching, especially if you're... Correct, but what it does... uh, It it helps activation as well. Exactly, and it helps balance, right? Balance and stability. So what you're trying to do in a warm-up is, you know, uh, get get these muscles activated Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, also also, um, prime yourself for for movement, which involves stability, Mm -hmm. right? So improving your balance. um, Static stretching doesn't really um, support that too well in a warm-up. Yeah. You use a lot of that in your warm-ups, don't you? Yeah, a lot lot of banded work. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're getting that stretch, you're getting the balance, the activation, so you're sort of getting it all in one. Mm. That's yeah. So if, if you if you are one of those people out there that that are doing sort of just that passive stretching, if you are training legs and you're sitting there holding a hamstring stretch for 30 seconds before a workout, it probably could hinder you. You're probably better off doing activation and and 
dynamic style stuff. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, while we're on this topic of stretching, we've recently um, launched our Masashi Performance Lab on our website, which is sports-specific training and sports-specific um, nutrition programs across a large variety of sports. So if you haven't seen that, jump on our website and check it out. Um, all sort of free programs available for anyone. So there's, I think there's soccer, basketball, MMA, all, there's all these different sports. But what we're currently working on, uh, we, we're actually going to have some yoga for sport uh, videos that we'll be launching in the near future as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend, I, I, I love yoga. I find it awesome for sport. It, it crosses over to basically any sport. Um, it incorporates all the things that we've spoken about today. There, are, there is some static, there is some passive, active, activation, uh, balance, mobility. That's why I love yoga. Yeah. And, you know, yoga almost has this perception that, oh, it's, it's a bit girly. It's a bit Lululemon kind of thing. Well, there's, well there's different types of yoga, right? And, the, and there is probably yoga is only now gaining popularity with sports people. But if, if you're into like that traditional old school yoga where you're talking about your inner chakra, um, that might not be applicable to a young guy that wants to do weight training or he's playing footy. So you really need to look at forms of yoga that are applicable for sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and there are plenty. Huh? Like, like hot yoga is, is pretty good. Um, yeah, well, I guess, um, you know, yoga is like 5,000 years old, right? It, it, it's evolved a lot um, to what we get today, and there's a lot, a lot of different types of, of, of yoga. Anything that can stand the test of time across thousands of years, you know works. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, why I, I love yoga so much, um, you know, although I've kind of been bagging static stretching a little bit, but um, I, I tend to do these, like, five-minute um, passive holds, five, six minutes. It gets pretty hard. Right, and I'm talking like really, really hard. <laughs> um, yeah. pa- a passive hold is different to a passive stretch, though, right? Co- correct. So um, often it's about holding a passive, um, you know, joint angle or um, position rather than you know stretching a muscle for five minutes, right? A lot of it's focusing on sort of core, activating your core, your breathing, um, all these sorts of things. I- exactly. So um, you know, breathing is a huge part of, of yoga, but um, the huge th- part of stretching too. Yeah. The, the key benefit, I think, is, is something called, um, you know, equanimity training. So training to be... Big words today. Com- comfortable being uncomfortable, you know? Like um, when you're in these deep positions, it's all about remaining calm. It's all about, um, you know, I'm not going to die. I'm going to be okay. And um, and like this mental training is is often the challenge that people don't associate with yoga. You know, they think it's just... I'm going to sit there and stretch, right? Yeah, I'm just going to go through these set of movements. No, it's clearing your mind. It's getting your breathing right. It's activating the right muscle groups. It's Mm -hmm. doing all this at once. It is the ultimate training for any athlete Mm. because there's so many things that you sort of – you need to switch off, but you need to switch everything else on. Yeah. It's it's mentally, it's a bigger – sometimes a bigger challenge mentally than Mm. than physically. Pilates is a similar kind of – activity that you can you come can on man now we're pushing it we're trying to get these young guys to do some sort of stretching or yoga and now you're on pilates you pilates push is more intense. well well pilates yeah. has got a specific yeah. a different sort of focus yeah, pilates is um you know um does get you pretty hypermobile. you know it, it does uh, almost force you into um these positions that might take a bit longer to um uh, than in yoga right it it's almost assisting you to get into these positions. So it does have a benefit. You know, it can improve your, your flexibility quicker mm-hmm. than yoga. But um, again, there's all these other benefits with yoga. 
um, you know, to be a true yoga master, they say <laughs> that you have to hold a, a position for 20 minutes, remain completely still. Um, which sounds, oh yeah, I can hold a position for 20 minutes, but really some of these positions that you have to hold is, it's super hot. Like, um, you can do that when I'm asleep, yeah. lying down in my bed, but otherwise... You probably wouldn't yeah. even do that. Yeah, for 20 easy. minutes, you probably, there are some involuntary movements yeah. even. Yeah, so, you know, it's all about stillness. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think gone are the days of stigma of like yoga and stretching. And I think mm. everyone needs to incorporate some sort of stretching or yoga into their program. Yeah, they ne- it needs to be a focus, a priority, because mm-hmm. uh, it's only going to cross over and benefit everything else you're doing with your sport or your training. It's big in particular, especially if you're an athlete, for injury prevention. That's a big thing. I, even Not even just prevention, but even just reduction. Like but I, is it? Um, sure. So, uh, actually, that's, <laughs> that's the one thing we haven't talked about yet, right? We talked about the implications of performance, but uh, injury prevention. Um, r- does stretching help reduce injuries? I would say if stretching is done correctly, I think mo- uh, injuries generally occur... Like, let, Let's talk to the people that are probably listening to this. It's, it's young guys and girls who are into their training and whatever. They're, they're probably right into their health and fitness. They take everything seriously and, they're, and they're, they're pretty extreme. They're into it, right? I've been through those days where you stretch and you're, you're actually stretching too aggressively. You're, yeah. You are pushing beyond where you should be. I think a stretch should be relaxing. You should feel it, but not to the point of pain or yeah, way beyond your and natural range of movement. You don't want to yeah. exacerbate an existing injury as so, well. So yeah. I think that's where it can cross over and actually might might cause injury. Exactly. It's called it's called hypermobility, right? Yeah. When, you, when you're too mobile um, that you can control, right? Sometimes you get into these positions and even when you're exercising, you might push into these positions and you don't necessarily have the stability or coordination to to sustain those positions, right? You are almost like, uh, um, you know, you become like um, um, too 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 jelly in these positions, right? You don't have the stabilizers and, and things, and, but to, and to that, that's the way I felt when I used to do like a static stretch before I did weight training. I'd almost feel hypermobile, like you almost want a little bit of, like you want to feel stable when you're lifting weights. Uh, might be but different if you're doing a sport like jiu-jitsu or something yeah. where you need to be sort of almost hypermobile. But yeah. to, to counter that, if you've done, if you have executed a, an efficient or an effective warm-up for a sporting game, which will include some dynamic or static stretches, compare that to someone who hasn't done that at all. For example, someone who rolls their ankle identically in two different sports, someone has warmed up properly, including stretching, someone who hasn't. The injury of someone who is warmed up and stretched will not be as bad typically as the alternative. Yeah, so um, um, hypermobility we talked about, but what you're talking about is hypomobility, right? So we don't have enough mobility to be in these positions that you need to be in. And that's probably another, you know, Mm -hmm. another key cause of injuries, right? Mm. Um, You know, people that squat too low sometimes might hurt their back um, just because the weights are pushing you too low. I, I'm a victim of that recently. Like See, as I get, as I've gotten older, like I, I traditionally squat very deeply, and um, as I've gotten older, that has impacted my lower back. I've been getting like a, lo- a lot of lower back pain. Mm. Locking up, went and saw sort of a physical therapist, and they're like, "You're squatting too deep. Um, just shorten the range of movement." Mm-hmm. It's two weeks after shortening the range of movement, eighteen months worth of back problems gone. <laughs> so. 
You're right. Yeah. So, so what happens when you don't have the, the flexibility and mobility is that, you know, you, you compensate and, for example, your, your back might take the load and that's when these injuries can, can occur. So, you know, it's a fine balance. Don't be too mobile where you can't, uh, can't control it, but don't be uh, n- immobile where you can't, <laughs> <laughs> where you, can't uh, you know, get there. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just recommend everyone sort of start off slow, but uh, and, and and not pushing um, pushing the stretches beyond where where mm-hmm. you need to initially. You work up to it. It's it's no different from weight training. You're not going yeah. in there and throwing four plates aside on on the bar to squat straight away. You, yeah. you work up to that weight. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the same with stretching. And do some research first. What's for your goals and your sport? Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, I, I agree. Like if you look at different different types of sports or different. Um, if you're doing leg day, it's going to be very different type of stretching. If you're doing sort of shoulder pressing or chest exactly. pressing, exactly. Yeah. Well, if, if Darren's powerlifting is going to have a very different stretching warm up to me about to play a game of basketball. Yeah, and that's right. A, a sprinter is going to is going to have to warm up the quads, the hips, the glutes. Um, jiu-jitsu, you pretty much need to warm up everything. Like yeah. so, it's, it is very sport specific. Yeah, and, and it's important to understand how stretching works. You know, uh, often people think. Um, when you stretch, you're um, adding, uh, you know, muscle cells. But but that's kind of like the old school way of thinking, right? Um, what what actually happens is you're the, the 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 reason why you can't get into these deep stretches is often um, because of your brain, right? Your body's preventing you from getting to these positions because uh, you know it thinks it's a dangerous position. So what stretching does is actually improve your tolerance to these positions, and over time, well, in the short term, you know, immediately your brain uh, kind of accepts that these positions are safe. So then. You know, when you stretch, you can go into these um, positions pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But in the long term, you build up a, a deeper tolerance. So you can go into even, you know, more more flexible positions. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Keen to know what everyone else does out there. Let us know what type of stretching you do. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone incorporate some sort of stretching or yoga. And uh, very soon we will have some... Uh, some things for you some some content that you guys can apply some tips for warming up and warming down too yeah Mm -hmm. think mobility over flexibility yes good that's a good way to finish and do you have a uh, miyamoto masashi quote that talks about stretching that was it i do i do that was it was it no no the quote is do you really it's not a Masashi quote, oh. but uh, oh, then we don't want to hear it. it <laughs> it's 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 a similar ancient warrior, okay. right? Yeah. The quote is, it is. Um, Did he have army in it though? No, no. Okay. It, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Is that Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> <laughs> it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. That's that's the same as I I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Well, no, it's talking about, you know, you rather prepare yourself for these, uh, um, you know, if you can, you can be an elite athlete and, you know, go into these, um, you know, uh, relaxation modes, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, uh, you don't want to be a, a, a relaxed person trying to be an elite, at, elite athlete. So you'd rather be overprepared than underprepared. Yeah. That's I, the, I don't know what I I'm trying to say. Yeah. But that yeah. is the key. Yeah. yeah. Be overprepared. Even if you, like... People think I don't need to stretch. Mm. Who knows? You might be in a position one day on the field or whatever, wherever it is, where yeah. you go. Oh, I'm glad I'm it's flexible, and yeah, I've yeah. done all that stretching. Pl- plan for the worst, hope for the best. <laughs> Vince right. Staples says, "I'd rather be caught with it than without it." <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like, this comes up a lot in what I did, like in martial arts and jujitsu. It's like you're a f- approaching fifty year old man, why are you doing all this fight training? Like the chances of you getting into a fight at this age is mm. next to nothing. I'm like, I agree. Mm. But what if? 
yeah, you know, exactly. you want to be prepared <laughs> just in case. 100%. I think on that note, we'll uh, finish up, but uh, Diren's already checking his phone. No, no, I'm just checking who, oh. who said the quote. It wasn't Musashi. It was Kyodo, which is an old Chinese proverb. Nice. So, yeah. There you go. Shout out to, uh, what, who was it? Kyodo. <laughs> Kyodo. <laughs> Give him his credit. Say hello to Musashi for us. <laughs> all right. I think that's all. Tune in next episode and we'll have um, Hal and Mark hopefully um, joining us on camera. And uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Musashi out. Out. <laughs>